it's time for real talk with B, y'all. Hey, y'all. This is part two of the episode of What Men Need from Women with guest Irul Cuts and I am Vanderbilt. So sit back and enjoy this episode, y'all. If I look you in your face and I'm talking to you, if you turn your head and look down, I'ma just be like, okay. No, I see what it is. Like, she ain't, you know, she probably never had a man like really just looking at her face, speaking to her that way, you know, and I don't know goofy shit. Like she looking like, oof, I've seen it. So I am a person that when I get to know somebody, man, I talk to them. You know, like I'ma talk. I don't wanna hear. Nothing. Oh, this and it's. I won't ask certain questions. I will say that I won't ask certain questions. There is a limit to what I will ask, but I will ask questions just to see, you know, something like, you know, what was the last time you dated? I don't want to hear last time you was in a relationship. When was the last time you dated someone? When was the last time you was actually on the phone with a man? When was the last time you was actually, oh, that's personal. But it's going to also let me know how you get down, mm-hmm. you know? And if you're scared to tell me, then that means you're ashamed of who you are. So you don't even like the person you are right now. So if you don't like the person that you are right now, why am I here? Right. Yeah. It's people don't want to think that deep because they think, it's oh you going too deep nah that's basic and i get this but it's basic they be like you going too deep and i'm like what do you mean or like when you came on like i i've been told i asked too many questions and i'm just like how do you get to know somebody if you're asking if you know the perception if i'm asking question i'm not just like drip like oh no i'm just you know it's it's flowing but it's stuff that i want to know because i want to see where you you know, mentally, I never view asking questions and getting to know somebody as being a negative thing, but it seems like that's the perception nowadays, um, where it's like you fall in their business and it's like, that's not the case. Like, I'm, I'm just trying to learn you. That's it. Everybody can't be, everybody can't be genuine. You know, it's kind of tough for some people to be genuine. And I'm a I'm a genuine person, so like I'm asked questions, and I'm a mean good intent with it all. Like I, everything I ask is gonna have a smile on my face, even if I look serious. It's because I really want to know, because I'm gonna tell you the same thing. Like I'm, if you ask me a question, I'm gonna answer it. Mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed of who I am, you know. I know where I'm trying to get and where I'm trying to go. Mm-hmm. Am I going to get there right now? I don't know, you know? And I'm okay with that. I have to be okay with knowing that I'm a work in progress. This is what I'm trying to do. And it, it might not look good right now, you know, but I still want to let you know where I'm at. I still want to let you know how I feel. I still want you to know, like, my plans of what I want because that's what opens the conversations. And everything has to be what you want. 
don't leave with what you don't want. I don't want a man that did this. I don't want a woman. Don't, uh-uh, don't do. Don't do that. Like that's gonna kill. That's gonna kill a man's or a woman's creativity with you. Because if you tell somebody what you don't want, you're going to make them a robot. They're going to purposely try not to do certain things because they feel like they aggravate you or that's not something that you want and they're trying to get your attention. So, I don't bl- hey, what up, what up, my brother? What's going on, Mr. Vanderbilt? My bad, I ain't even see you pop up being here. What's that? What's that, my brother? No, I was letting, I was letting you talk, dog. You good? Yeah, that just, that's my thing. That's why I don't, I no, don't think What's going on? I have fun. Like, I just want to have fun. I don't want to. I don't want to sit there and get too, too, too personal. Mm-hmm. So having fun and then the person see who you really are makes them comfortable. If I can make you comfortable, you are gonna open up anyway. Mm-hmm. But I gotta be able to. I gotta be able to put. Like I gotta be able to set that atmosphere for you. If I can't set a comfortable atmosphere for you. Uh, it's, it's just, you're not going to never tell me anything. So, you know, when you go on dates, man, have fun. Like, don't be so serious. Have fun so that person can feel comfortable enough to say, man, I feel like we met a long time ago in another world or some goddamn world because that's how much chemistry I have with you. That's how it should feel. But... Uh, my bad. I'm gonna go on. No, you're good. You're good. Um, that's why I was saying read the room because is wrong with what she said. You know, sometimes she just go in. She wants to know a person's mental state. Uh, you don't know know a lot about the person. It's nothing wrong with diving in and asking those questions. But to what you said, yeah, you do want to have fun. And reading the room, that conversation, uh, y'all having fun, will lead directly into things that she want to know because y'all are having so much fun she feels like okay we've had our fun you know we've we've played around you know we've done the putt putt we've done the bowling the skating whatever it is you're gonna do but now that conversation is starting to shift now she can lead into asking those other questions because now she's comfortable she already stated that when she goes on date she tends to look down but she tends to look to the sides that means she's not comfortable so if I was the person, if I was a person dating her, I would lead the conversation a certain way because I could see I'm reading the room that she's uncomfortable. She hasn't quite opened up to me yet. So because she ain't opened up yet, now I know which way I need to steer the conversation. Yeah, she been fell on the ass about three, four, five times while we were skating. She didn't roll as many gutter balls as the law allowed. It should be a law just as many gutter balls as she wrote. You know what I'm saying? But now that we've had our fun and I can see that, you know, she, the conversation needs to go another way. I'll start to lead it that way. And it just takes a question. It's all about when you're dating, man, people make it harder than what it's supposed to be. It's all about feeling energy. You feed off a person's energy. You can read their energy while you're on that date. You ain't gonna have no problem. And so it's the man that is supposed to read her energy. Huh? Not really. It's not. It's not that the man needs to read her energy. I don't think the man has to read the energy. But if I'm asking you out on a date, me as being a man, I want to set the tone for how I feel the date should go. You know, mm-hmm. that's just me. You know, 
a woman, I may be on a date and, you know, I might be the shy one, you know, it may take her to see that I'm actually not comfortable on a date and she may see I need, to, you know, I, energy or change the focus of the day going in a certain direction that'll allow me to open up and now the count now the date becomes much more comfortable to where we both can interact with each other so like i said it's all about energy it's about mm-hmm. reading the room i just know me as opposed to me how i operate when i take a woman on a date i like to set the tone you know and if, she, if i see that she's nervous and i see i need to change the tone or the way the direction should go then that's what i do it may be her but that's just what I like to do personally. Right. I feel that. So what I was saying earlier about um uh how can I put this? I'ma set the tone that say I say, hey, let's go ride this roller. I wanna ride this roller coaster. I've already been I already been on this roller coaster. I already know what to expect. I already know every turn, every drop that it got. You don't. The only person that's going to be uncomfortable on this ride is who if I asked you to ride it. Mm-hmm. You're going to be uncomfortable. Not me. Because I asked you to go on this ride with me and you've never been on this ride. Now, if you ask me to go on a ride with you that I've never been on, then it's your responsibility to make sure that I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. So if I ask you on the date, if I'm saying, hey, let's go, I'm going to take you out, you know, and we go here, that should be okay. If you say, hey, I want to treat you, I want to take you to this restaurant, it's okay for a woman to ask a man to go to a restaurant if she wants to go on the date. She's probably already been, and she wants to go on the date with him, and she wants to bring him to that restaurant. But if he get there on this date with you, and he's sitting there kind of, you know, looking around, but you've been here before, you know. It, it's okay to, in a way, comfort him and, and let him know, like, it, it's it's all right. I like to go places, because once you do that, y'all going to start experiencing things that neither one of you have been to. So it's going to be like, hey, I seen this. So, hey, how about we go to this? Now, both of y'all sitting up in a place that y'all have never been. So now, because y'all never done this together, now you most definitely have to have some type of comfort for each other, not just one to the other. But I feel like, you know, if a person, the person that acts another person on the date, especially to a place to where they've been, that person haven't been, you know, and you see that it's something new to them, you know, I'm going to say for me, I like places that turn up. I just come. It's Mardi Gras, Louisiana. I just got off the float. I'm dirty from head to toe. We've been playing music, having fun, turned up all day. But if I go to a place that's kind of calm and mellow and, you know, people just are looking around or quiet around me, man, I feel weird. Mm-hmm. I feel weird. I'll be like, they're too quiet for me. Like, I don't, I hate, I feel like, when you go out, things you should have fun. Everything should not it don't have to be necessarily turned up like as in going crazy like what I just came from. But something that allows y'all to kind of get up, you know, like enjoy it. You know, that quiet, sit there, not 
doing thing. I hope I don't want to get kicked off TikTok for saying this. Uh, please don't give me TikTok. But uh, I'm going to use a church just as a. I went to one of my friends' church, and he's, you know, he's, he, he's a, a, a palm color guy. Okay. I went to his church, and the man was just preaching, and they were clapping. And now the man said something that was like, ooh. You know, I was like, oh, that was that was cold. So, you know, I clapped by, oh, I clapped by three times. Like, all right. Everybody else kind of looked at me like, you interrupting. You know? I like, oh, hell no. You know, like, that's what my mind went. But it was just, that's their thing. They were just quiet. I like to go to the black churches. You know, the pastor hit you with a word. Someday hit your spirit. About six, seven people going to jump up and go crazy. You know, like, you know, that's what I like. I like, I, I like, you know, shit like that. I don't like no quiet. Uh, yeah, it's like being yeah. active. Like, you got to enjoy yourself. So I agree. Like, you don't want to go on a date and it, like, it's something that's boring and, like, you just stuck up because I'm, like I was saying for myself, I am a nervous and a shy person. So the first day I am, if I see you looking at me, I'm going to be looking down. I'm going to have my hands like this. Not the whole time, but I'm just going to be like, you're making me nervous. Like, I don't know why, but that's just how I am. And hopefully you are able to, you know, pull me out of that, which I have ran across that where, you know, he was able to make me comfortable and I was able to enjoy it. So then I got to where I was comfortable. I could look you in your look him in his eyes and stuff. And you know, I was able to open up more and I wasn't my nerves just like kind of settled. But once again that goes back with both of y'all are saying right. of paying attention, reading the room and the energy and making that person comfortable because if the roles were reversed and that's like if I invite you to like a family event or something, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that you are as comfortable as possible, that you don't feel out of place or anything. And I just think a lot of people, they don't, they don't care about that because they're selfish. It's just all about them. Like, okay, we're going to go on this date and it is what it is. Oh, you was born the whole time. Like, you know, it's, so yeah, you just got to pay attention. And anytime you make, Anybody see that? Alienated, they gonna leave. You said I found out a lot about you know taking a person on the first date just through having casual conversation. Just by having casual conversation, I I went on one. uh, This was last year. Went on a date with a young lady, and while we were talking on the phone with each other, she kept mentioning in the conversation that she loved ice cream and she hadn't had ice cream in a while. I guess she was trying to lose weight, whatever the case may be. I just kept it in my mental Rolodex that she loves ice cream. So, you know, we had, you know, we had chit chat, little, you know, little small talk. So I, I finally asked out, I said, well, hey, what are you doing on Friday? She said, I'm not doing anything. I said, well, my photo shoot canceled. I said, how about I take you out from, you know, that afternoon? She said, good, I love to go. So in my mind, I had already paid attention to the fact that she was talking about ice cream. She mentioned like three or four times. So what I did was I arranged the ice cream date with the sprinkles, the whole nine. I walked in and I said, look, look, this this is your playground right here. We're going to do whatever it is you want to do with, with inside this ice cream shop. And she was like, really? I'm like, yeah, whatever you want to do. Yeah. So just by talking to a person, 
you can find all their likes and dislikes. And when the date was over with, she was like, I had not had a date like this in years. She was like, I had so much fun. I'm like, see, I told you, I'm, I'm, I'm good on Tuesday. You know me, I always got a joke or two. I say, I'm good on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Monday, Wednesday, I, I ain't no good. I ain't no good. Right? Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, I'm good. I'm straight. You know, but learning, whenever, whenever you take a person out on a date, it all starts with you having a conversation with that person and just learning that person just through casual conversation. Just to casual conversation. That's really all it takes. But people make it so hard to like, oh, I gotta take her here, or I gotta take her there, or I have to take him here, or I have to take him there. You'll find out a lot about a person just through conversation. And that's me. I am somebody asked you a question, but I I'm that way. Like I ask I ask questions and I pay attention to what you're saying. So I'm taking notes. And that helps me when I decide I want to get you a spontaneous gift or I'm like, okay, let me take him here because I heard what you said and I want you to know that I'm paying attention and I'm really listening to you. Um, and I think a lot of people, they don't do that, but that is something that I do. Um, but Vanderbilt, uh, you were asked two questions in here. Yeah, I just saw it. Um, uh, we did go on other dates. Uh, the relationship wound up not working out because she she uh, she wound up being very insecure and that's something that I couldn't deal with you know I'm not you know I had you know she discussed her insecurities with me and I'm not a child you know I'm like look I'm not the guy that dated two years ago six months ten years ago I'm not that guy you know and it always became an issue that it was always something that reminded her or she had such a bad experience. You know, you need to heal from that experience. You should have healed from that experience before you even went out with me for number one. But number two, now that we've gone out and you had such a good time, you can't have a good time and then revert back to what was in the past that doesn't work like that. So it just won. I mean, we're still, we're still, you know, we're still cool, but as far as actually developing into an actual relationship, it didn't go any further than that. I just spoke of that. Just now. Man, that's spot on. You, you, uh, 100% right. I didn't cut you. You ain't gonna bleed on me. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, I, and I believe in you. Know, I'm sorry. When you know, when you, when you talk to them, you get to know a person. This is just me. You know, I ask about the. You know, we'll have we'll have small talk. We'll talk about the relationship, but I ask the person, "What is it that you like? What is it that you don't like? What are your fears? What have you been through?" And I want to get to know the person. I mm -hmm. want to know the person. Now, when she told that, you know, she had been hurt before. She's very, very cautious. I already knew at that point. As soon as she said that, I had to, you know kind of proceed with caution but i had to keep reminding her i'm not that person i'm not the guys that you used to date i'm not that so we're gonna have to get past that if we're gonna go any further we, we can't do that and as much fun as she had with me she just couldn't get past it and i'm like okay you need to go back and rethink or reheal or do whatever that you're gonna do because you're gonna be you're gonna be messed up for the next person that come along i'm gonna be good I'm easy like Sunday morning. I'm straight. <laughs> but you're going to have problems. 
mm-hmm. a big you know what I'm one. Saying? So you can't, you can't, you can't do that, you know. So and she'll she'll call, and I ain't gonna lie, real talk. She'll call me every now and then, ask about certain situations and how she's handled it. I'm cool as a fan. You ask, I answer. You know, but you know, I keep going back to the fact that you have some real insecurity issues that you have to address. Uh, you're not going to be good for anybody. Number one, you're not going to be good for yourself. That's number one. But number two, if you want to get back out here on the date on the dating scene, you're not going to be good for anybody. So you really need to work on that. That is very yeah. true. Realize that, like you can, and I'm like, it's not fair to me to have to deal with your baggage because you're still tied to your past like don't allow your past to affect your present will affect your future you have to let that go before you just start dating it's like okay you you go through something and then you just immediately just like shut down um you're not trying to be better you're not trying to you know grow and work on yourself you can't it's not going it's not going to work not for somebody that has matured and is no longer in that place now you can get two broken people and y'all can make it do what it do but when you find someone that is healed and they've already gone through that and if you're not on that same like level with them it's not going to work. Like it is going to crash and it's going to burn because we're in two different places mentally. And, you know, once again, it's like, it's not fair for me to have to go through all of these hoops and obstacles because you have insecurity issues. That's not my fault that you have insecurity issues. I can let you know that it's all about you and I can be as open and as transparent as possible. But if in your mental, like you still aren't there, there is nothing that I can do. And at that point, I have to become selfish and I have to choose me because you are not going to bring me down with you. Right. And that's what I told her, you know, I'm not I'm not a child. I'm a grown I'm a grown man. I'm not going to walk around here like I'm walking on anybody's eggshells. I'm not doing that. Not me. I'm, I'm too damn old. I ain't got time for that. I don't do that. You know, and. Really, really nice person. Great Kim. You know, good to hang out with. You know, a lot of laughs. But the insecurity thing was just a big deal. And I always tell people, you know, when you're trying to get to know somebody, ask that person, you know, and, and uh, it, it don't have to be on, on the first conversation, but ask that person what they've been through. Because if I'm trying to get to know you and I really like you, I want to know where you at right now. At this particular stage in your life, I want to know where you at. And I'm going to tell you likewise. And then we as two adults, then we can decide if we want to meet each other where we are and we want to attempt to make it work. But if you're telling me that you're broken and you're telling me that you have issues, I'm like, damn, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to take this chance? And don't get me wrong. I stepped out there and tried to take the chance, but it just didn't work. You know, and when we when we first started talking, she asked me, you know, about, you know, who I was and was trying to get to know me. I'm like, look, babe, I've been divorced. I've been married for 23 years and divorced. I've done the work on myself. I'm straight. I'm now at a, I'm on a different level. I'm going to have a different, you know, uh, my sights are different now. So she knew what it was, that I, where I was at mentally and where I wanted to go. She just wasn't there. <clears throat> 
and see that is like that is something that's important like i i don't mind helping you i don't mind teaching i don't mind helping you grow but i am not going to put into someone that is going to be combative with me every time i'm trying to be of assistance it's not going to work that's like me saying, okay, I want to be submissive, and then I meet an alpha male, and he's telling me to do something, and I'm like, who are you to tell me to do anything? At that point, you just saying anything out of your mouth because it sounds good. You're not putting forth any actions, and growth is going to be difficult. It's going to hurt because it's not something that you are used to. You are going to have to make adjustments in order to become somebody better. Um but the person they have to, if they're not open to it and if they're not hearing you, you can say it over and over and over again. And if they don't want it for real, then there's nothing you can do. And that's when you have to just cut tight, walk away, and it's nothing wrong with that. And my thing is when I get to that point, you're not going to make me feel bad for choosing me because I choose you. I tried to put into you, but you did not want to be the person that you may have perceived, you know, you may have said that you were or that you were trying to become um and i like i said hey divine um i don't mind putting into you but you have to be open and listen to what i say and if and it goes both ways like i have to be with the same thing as well like you can't just be so combative and it's like i hear it all the time like well this has been me all my life i've been going through it all my life and that's just what it is and it's like okay but look at you sad you're miserable you're making everybody else around sad you by yourself so is that really working for you no it's not right exactly you know i I hear people i hear people say all the time you know well i've been like this all my life and the next the next question or comment i say well how's that working out for you and then that's working out Part is when you say that, because if I say when I say it, and that's what I'm like, why you got to be so smart? And it's like I'm not. I'm just asking a question because it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. Like when, when I said he wants to be a millionaire, and I said, okay, so what does that look like? How do you plan on becoming a millionaire? And he was like, well, I just know when I'll become it, and I just keep doing what I'm doing. And I said, well, is what you working for you? And then I'm perceived as the bad guy. It's like, make it make sense. It doesn't make sense to me at this point. All words and no action, but no goals laid out. You just think because it sounds good. But like I said, there is no action behind you trying to accomplish, you know, this millionaire status or you wanting to lose weight or you really trying to grow and be a better person. You feel like no one can correct you. And we all can use correction. The constructive criticism and then you know like in relationships just because someone presents something to you or i come to you and i want to talk about something or i have a question that doesn't mean i'm trying to be argumentative it doesn't mean i'm trying to be combative i'm just trying to communicate and talk so you all people also have to realize that as well just because something is presented to you it does not mean that they're trying to they're trying to argue it's just communication it's nothing wrong with communicating communicating is not a bad thing Yeah, it's not, and it's, it's it's not that, and it's not that this communication is a bad thing. You know, I tell, I tell people all the times I talk on you know different relationship podcasts. You have to have honest and effective communication. It's one thing just to talk; 
anybody can talk. It's what you say, what comes out of your mouth that that is going to decide whether or not the relationship or getting to know each other is going to even work. Because you could, you could open your mouth and sound like Miss Crabtree. Wah, 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 wah. And I'm like, damn. I get I get more I get more response out of my damn dogs. Oh, okay. But you know, um, I think people tend to make dating and getting getting to know each other a lot harder than than what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to we don't we don't want to ask the right questions or we don't want to ask honest questions. And I tell people all the time, "This is me. Take me like I am. What you see is what you get." Yep. This is it right here. Mm-hmm. It's up to you to decide whether or not you want to you decide to rock with me and get to know me or whatever the case may be. Because I'm not, I'm not going to be something. I'm not going to try to be something that I'm not mm-hmm. just for you. That's not going to happen. Yep. I am secure in who I am and what I want and what I stand for. Now, once we have that conversation, then me and you could decide if we want to go ahead and keep on um, moving. Mm-hmm. But if not, no love lost. Not at all. <laughs> That's why I say I'm like, you know, I'm very transparent and open and I'm like, you know, this is who I am at all times. No, I'm not perfect. I have my flaws. Um, but I've come a long way to become the woman that I am today. I'm not, you know, the person that was, you know, minded and was okay with being comfortable I wasn't trying to grow you couldn't teach me anything that's not who I am anymore and um it is like you said like what you see is what you get I am a genuine person I put a hundred percent in that way when I walk away I don't walk away saying well dang I know I could have did something else no I walk away and I'm like I'm good on my end because I fought and I put everything in and that's on you it's not on me you don't think there's anything wrong with being a choosy lover? I mean, that's just having your preference and your standards. Like, you know, which is the same thing. Like, but for myself, like I said, it's just a mental stimulation. You have to stimulate me mentally. If you can't stimulate me mentally, then we're not going to get anywhere at all. If you're not looking to grow, then we're not going to get anywhere because I'm trying to grow and I need i would need for my man to be trying to grow as well like you have to put into me because i'm gonna put into you help me because i'm gonna help you and you know i think i think what we've lost nowadays is the ability to communicate with each other you know men and women have lost the ability to actually communicate you know like you said you want your man a potential man a person you know whatever term you want to use to be able to mentally be able to stimulate you mentally that's important to you okay but i can't stimulate you mentally if i'm talking about the same thing over and over and over every time we get on the phone i have a conversation you're gonna be like you know what every time we call oh i got i gotta go to the store i'll be back i gotta do this i'll be back you know i just don't i just won't even answer the phone you know because obviously Every time that we've gotten on the phone, the conversation has been the same. Mm-hmm. And I and I tell people like this all the time. Matter of fact, I'm there's this one lady that I'm I'm be very transparent. I have nothing to hide. I am a texter. Like throughout the day, if I had your number, I will text you throughout the throughout the day just to see how you're doing. She's not a text. She does. She likes to talk on the phone. I'm like, okay, well, you at work though. 
Okay, mm-hmm. so how are we going to talk on the phone to you at work? I don't really get that, you know. So I sent the text one day, and she didn't respond. She was like, well, you know, I just wait until I got home. But I was letting you know that you were on my mind right then and there. So you could have, you know, you could have you could have put any one of the emojis up. I'd have been cool with that, you know. But to say that, you know, I really don't, you know, I just, you know, I just, I'm just not going to respond. Okay, well, you're letting me know that the effort that I'm putting forth to let you know that you're on my mind is going to fall on deaf ears mm-hmm. because you, you don't, you don't, you don't like to read text. You rather talk on the phone. So we had a stalemate right there mm-hmm. because we operating on two different frequencies. We operating on two different energies already. Yeah. Plain and simple. So that right there is, it would be a deal breaker for me because number one, I'm a photographer. I may be on a photo shoot. But if I'm thinking about you, I'm gonna let you know that I'm thinking about you. You can't have you can't have it both ways. You yeah. can't have it both ways. A woman to say, you know, I want, you know, I really want my man to let me know that he's thinking about me. I just show me some type of affection that I run across his mind while I'm doing that. And you say that, you know, well, I'd rather talk to you on the phone, but you were on my mind right then and there. And I let you know that you were on my mind. Which one is it? I'm damned if I do, I damn if I don't. Mm-hmm. And that's what it- um, but we, we, we tend to be hard. I I agree with Say it again. You. Oh, I was saying that's where the compromise comes in because, like, and I asked that question, like, okay, are you a texter or are you a talker? So that way I can know. And if you say you're a talker, then I can say, okay, well, I don't mind talking to you, but I talk on the phones for work. So I will text you as well. But I, once again, I'm going to do that compromise. So I, because I am, so just to let you know, like, I am interested and I'm willing to see, like, what happens. Um, but, and I, there's, my thing is don't ignore me. If I'm messaging you, don't ignore me in like five or six hours later, like, oh, you respond back. My thing is we are, our phones are attached to us. They're with us at all times. You go to the bathroom, you go to the kitchen. Right. Your phone is with you. So my thing is, I know that you have not gone the entire yeah. day I talked to anybody, but I know that you went throughout the day and you didn't communicate with me. So how is that supposed to make me feel when you are not talking to me? Like, it makes me feel like I don't matter to you. I hold no value. You're not thinking of me. So when you say you miss, and I, I like, I've, I had a guy, he was like, oh, of me so when you say you miss and I, I like I, I had a guy he was like oh I miss you and I said well what did you miss texting me what you doing because that's all that you would do like we we didn't communicate or anything so how can you say that you miss me but you're not showing me it's nothing for you to send out a text hey I'm thinking of you because I'm going to do that to you you know I'm going to send you a song or I'll send you a video I'll, it's different things that I'll do to let you know like hey I you are on my mind and it just seems like the you know the reciprocation isn't really it's not there um like i said i don't see how you can go it's not there yeah how you can go hours without talking to someone that you say that you're interested in or even days if you can go days without talking to me then you can just x me out of your life forever because if i'm interested in you i want to talk to you and i'm not saying oh we need to talk every minute every 30 minutes no that's not what i'm saying i get you're busy and i get you have a job but show me that you you know you're putting forth some type of effort and you do you are interested in me and you do you know want to see how things go like it's like the effort just 
is definitely, you know, it's lacking. Like you said, like you're doing all of that. And she's like, well, I send you a text, but I'm not going to respond to it. I'm just going to call you when I get off. Like you didn't took a break. You don't went on lunch. And in between that nine times out of 10, you'd have been right. on, you're not supposed to be on your phone anyway. So like, what are you saying? Like, that means that I'm not, for me, it means that I'm not important to you and you don't care. And I'll, right. I'll move as such. Like, okay, then that's fine. I won't contact you. You know, I'm going to wait days I'm a, or hours. You know, I'm going to give you the same energy or I'm probably going to exceed it so you can see how it feels. And if you don't care, then that lets me know that um, we're wasting each other's time and there is no point in proceeding. Hey, David. And see, that's the thing, you know, um, you know, like right now I'm working on, uh, I'm working on some graphics for an author, you know, so when I'm sitting in front of the computer and I'm creating, I'm locked in and I'm focused on just that, you know, you know, when you're designing graphics and doing video edits and that takes a lot of time, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I think I, I, I had just cooked breakfast and I said, okay, let me shoot her a text. I knew she had been at work since eight o'clock. And it was like 11.30, something like that. So I shot her a text and said, hey, you, you know, you were on my mind. You know, I just wanted to say how you were doing. I hope you have an amazing day. You know, and gave her a little, you know, the little uh, emoji with, with the hearts and the eyes and all that. And then she said, oh, she said, what are you doing? She said, um, I said, I'm locked into these graphics. You know, I'll be in front of this computer for a while. Now, mind you, she's been off since 4 o'clock. I ain't heard from her since. I'm cool. I'm like, okay, but, okay, so... Where's the compromise in how we communicate with each other? Because I just told you that I'm going to be in front of this computer for a while. You've been off since four. It's going on seven. And I heard from you yet. So that lets me know that the message that I sent you earlier was really in vain. I just sent it just to send it because you didn't respond to it. You have a, so, you know, that I just keep it pushing, but once again, there is no compromise when it comes to communicating with that, you know, with your special person or whatever you want to call them. And that's how things get lost in, in, in the shuffle of trying to get to know somebody. Mm-hmm. Like you can say, if you know that you get up before I do, let's say you work at four in the morning. Yeah, I may be asleep, but it's nothing wrong with you saying good morning. Like, you know, I've been thinking about you. My thing is, if I know that you were up before me because, you know, we've learned each other's schedule and I don't hear from you until I wake up, which is hours after you've been up. My thing is, why haven't you contacted me? Like, I think I feel like everybody wouldn't mind. Uh hey, I'm thinking about you, text, you know, when they're asleep or just something random out of the blue, just to know, like, you're on that person's mind. Like, it doesn't take anything at all from you to do that and show right. that, like, hey, like I said, just I am thinking of you. You are on my mind. That that makes your day. Like, it makes my day anyway. Like, oh, okay, like, he really, he thinking about me. Like, he didn't send me a song or just hey you know how's everything going i am thinking about you i just want to make sure everything is good you know like that's it's nothing and respond when you can but i mean like you said if she was off at four something and like you it was hours that had passed my thing is what did it hurt for you to reach out it takes nothing for you to do that and that's just a matter of what you want to do and you just didn't want to do it that's all it is at the end 
day. Because like you said, with designing, I mean, I can be busy with designing, but I have three different devices here. So I'm going to respond back because I don't want you to think that you're not, you know, important or like I don't care because I do care. So if I'm taking a long time to respond back to you, it's because I am matching the same energy that you may have been giving me. Because I'll respond to you quickly. Like I'll, you know, like I said, I'll reach out and stuff like that. I'm very consistent with that. But if I see that you decide that you can go hours without responding to me or texting me, then guess what? I'm going to go hours without texting you after so much time. That's what I'm going to do because I don't see the point in me continuing to put in 100% of all my energy into someone when you're not doing the same thing. Clearly, something or someone has your attention, and it's not me. And it's not me, right? Exactly. It's not me. And, um, you know, I am, like I say, you know, when, I, when I'm in front of the computer and I'm, you know, and I'm designing things, like I say, I'm locked in because now I have a specific agenda in my mind that my client is asking me about or wants to do. So I'm focused. I'm, I'm doing something. And, you know, I'm, I'm like this. I always, I always try to send something cute. Or if I hear a song, you know, just a song might, might remind me of you. And I send you that song, you know, and then you know it, but just not to get no response. I'm like, what well, the hell? Okay, well, none of that one. I mean, I guess maybe maybe if I set the camera and do you know and and do a magic trick or something, that might that might get her attention. I don't know. I, I have to figure it out. But I'm once again, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna waste that kind of time and energy when it when I clearly see that you haven't put forth the effort just like I did. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do that. Like if I'm sending you a picture, respond. Why you can't respond when I sent you a picture? Cause I'll make sure I'm gonna send you a real nice, good looking picture. It ain't nothing for you to be like, oh, you look good or some heart eye, something. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause then it makes me feel like, what is the point of me sending you pictures? What is the point of me sending you songs? If you're not acknowledging me, then I feel like you're ignoring me. And then what is the point of me being with somebody or trying to be with someone and they don't have an issue with ignoring me? Don't ignore me. I don't want to be ignored because how would you feel if I did it to you? And I just think a lot of people. All I'm, I'm going to say is don't send, me, don't, send me, don't send me a picture of you fixing that sink like you, like you was doing a couple of weeks ago. Oh, the uh, live video. No, I just come back on live again and see what everybody got to say. Everybody yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, I just, I, I mean, I do. Like, I, I just feel like I can put in a lot of energy and time into a relationship and just trying to let that person know, like, hey, my focus is on you. I am serious about this. Um, and you, it's not something that you have. You have to ask. You don't have to say, oh, well, I need appreciation and consistency and time. You don't have to ask me for that because I'm already proactively doing that. Um, but it's just when it's not being reciprocated, right. like, okay, maybe I need to fall back because I'm doing too much at this point and you're not doing enough. Or you just don't want to. And my thing is, if you don't want to, we're adults, say that. You would have no problem with saying, come chill at my house, which is, you know, we know what chilling can lead to. You have no problem with saying that. So why can't you say I'm no longer interested? Like, this isn't going in the direction that I was expecting or I was wanting it to go in. Like, it's not hard. Don't have somebody putting in that effort and 
you don't want them anymore. You're no longer interested. But this and I'll, I'll let them know. I like. I'm the king of the fallback. Send me some songs, baby. I send, please send me some songs, songs, memes. You know, I like, and it's not cheesy. Like some men look at it like, oh, that's you a simp. You know, you're not a manly man. That's not what that mean at all. Like you doing that for your woman. You should be happy to let her know how she feels, so she's not. Because I'm an overthinker too, so I can get in my head, and it's like, okay, well, does he really like me anymore? And then you can say all day, well, yeah, I do like you. Like, don't overthink it. But your actions are showing me completely different than what you're saying. So for me, it is like, a, okay, I'm going to fall back. And once I get to a certain point, then I'm cutting you off because you aren't giving me what I need. And if you don't want to give it to me, that's fine. I don't know how long it'll take, but there's a man out there that will give me exactly what I need without me having to ask for it because he'll see by my actions on what I'm doing and he will reciprocate. Right. And I'm like uh like Bolo said, see, I'm I'm the king of the fallback. When I decide to fall back, I fall back. I fall back quick. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, is he is he living? I'm still I'm still falling back. Still falling back. Don't worry about it, I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. My fallback game is superb. It is, it'd be scary. I shouldn't say that but... like that, but it is. <laughs> It be scary, but I understand. No, it, it because it shouldn't be scary, but it's it's an energy thing, you know. If I if I like you, then I'm I'm trying to show you that I really like you. Like Kareem said, bye Felicia. I'm trying to show you that I like you, whether it's a song or whatever. This is my way of communicating that you know that I'm really feeling you. I'm thinking about you. This song came on, it stopped me in my tracks. And I'm like, damn, I wonder what my baby doing today. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna I'm gonna copy that link and I'm gonna send it, I'm gonna send it to him. You know, but if you if I'm doing that constantly and you don't send that back to me, okay, all right, I see what type it is. Okay, all right. I gotta I gotta go back to uh, my Mortal Kombat days. Let me hit it with this let me hit it with this sub zero action. It's about to get cold up in here. <laughs> I got him. I understand that. No problem. If a person do that, does that mean that he's not interested then? Wait, you broke up. Say it again. If a guy does not do that, like if you you broke up, um, if a guy does not do that, does that mean that he's not interested? No, it says that he's not interested. Um, you know he's well. If if you're talking about you know falling back, I mean it's just it's it's a form of communication. You know my way of communicating with you is by you know sending you a song or you know or a meme or you know a sexy text or whatever. You know it's not that I'm not interested. You're the one. You're showing that my interest in you is not what it should be, which is why I fell back. I don't have a problem with telling my age, bro. I ain't got no problem whatsoever, Kareem. I ain't got no problem. But, it, you know, in, in relationships and trying to get to know a person, it's give and take. It's 50-50. Mm-hmm. You, get, you, get, you get out of it what you put into it. 
if you don't put nothing in, if you don't put if you don't put nothing into it, you won't get nothing out of it. Right. And that's why I just continue up until I get to the point where I didn't checked out mentally. I'll continue to put a hundred percent in, but if I'm still doing it and it's like you are, you know, you're ignoring me, you're not acknowledging me, or like you like I said, you can't talk to me, but then I find out like you on social media and you're very active, like then it's letting me know that no matter how much you may say, Well, you're not the issue, you are making me feel like I am and like I have no value to you because i am this right right because you're not talking to me like you are still on your phone like it's like it it, i I, that's just where my mind goes um when i have experienced it it's like i get what you're saying i may not be the problem hey reese um but your actions are showing different than what you're saying and i mean i like to hear words i think we all like to hear words but your actions have to match. Let me know that I matter. Let me know that, you know, you do care that you are thinking about me. Say It don't got to be nothing deep or anything like that. But you can just, hey, I'm just letting you know I'm thinking of you. Doing a check-in, everything good. Like, that's nothing out of you. Nothing. I think people make your harder. You know, people make dating and relationships harder than what they have to. I mean, you're going to have disagreements and stuff. It should still be very smoothly and should flow. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it just goes back to Hmm. Did you cook today? No. I, um, I made seafood last night, so... That's what we're gonna have left over. I had did some. I had did some. Uh, I had did some baked chicken earlier, but I really was. I, I cooked it just because I didn't want the chicken to go bad. So um, I'm probably. I'm probably gonna just you know eat me some syrup and call it a day. That's gonna some. be that. I ain't really. Huh? You said some syrup. What you say? You said cereal. No, cereal. cereal. Oh, cereal. Oh. No, cereal. Yeah, cereal, yeah. Even if we're not dating, I think we... Nah, how that, how that sound of eating cereal? I don't know, because I know everybody on here has some syrup sandwiches, sugar sandwiches. You know, that's that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that That's that back in the day when you, when you only got a dollar in a bank. <laughs> You didn't have, y'all know y'all didn't have y'all syrup sandwich or sugar sandwich. My kids don't know nothing about that. But yeah, I didn't have syrup and sugar sandwiches back in the day. See, somebody else said they thought yeah, you mine, my syrup. kids don't know about that either. <laughs> but oh, you, wow. if that's, you're that, not, that's, that's, my, that's my New Orleans uh, slang. Oh, okay. You said even if you're not dating, you think you should check up on each other? If we're not dating, and I don't have no why should I check up on you? Like I'm tired of I'm tired of putting into people that aren't putting into me. One thing that I've learned is people will drain you dry, and I cannot fault them for draining me when I'm allowing them to do that. So you have to have your cut off. I can be there for you, right. but I'm there for you in a way that I may have been when we were trying to get into a romantic relationship. If you couldn't realize my worth and my purpose, then 
why should you still be in this in my life? You should not go to my new season with me. You lost out on a good thing. So you that part of me that you had and you didn't handle it correctly, why should you get another chance? Um, do you believe in second chances, Vanderbilt? Um, you mean second chance in a relationship? Yeah, second chance in a relationship. Like you tried to get it. Like I mean, it, it depends upon, I mean. Huh? I think it, I think it's my audio. I'm gonna drop it. And I'm gonna come right back. Okay. The key to be. Did you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I heard you. Okay, you said the key to being with the heart space person. The problem is messing with head space people because they fun. Don't mess with my mental. Don't mess with my head. <laughs> if I can see, I might have been wrong. I just, my thing, so you're saying, okay, so you would give a second chance. I mean, so explain what you mean by second chances. Okay, so like if you were trying to talk to somebody and like they just had like past issues that were you know, holding them back and it messed up y'all's, you know, potential on getting into a relationship and like time passed and they're like, okay, like I realized I was wrong and I want to try again. Like, you know, would you give that person a second chance? I mean, that's, that's a judgment call. It depends upon the issue that that person may have been having. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, if it was something that really just messed y'all chemistry up and, you know, if, if that person, you know, if you decided you wanted to get back with that person, you'd have to really find out if that person has really dealt with the issues that were there in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? For example, like old girl with, the, you know, with being insecure, you know, I tried to deal with it, you know, and, you know, when we split up and she tried to, you know, we tried to get back together. You know, my first question was, how have you dealt with your insecurities? How have you dealt with it? You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna set myself up for failure twice. I'm not gonna do that. You know, so that really is up to you. Um, I think second chances are good because let's say y'all didn't have some really, really great great chemistry. Mm-hmm. It just could have been that the timing was off. Mm-hmm. You know, time time change, people change, but you can't let a person come back in with the same baggage and same bullshit that they had the first time. Nah, you nah, you the fool. Right, that's true. Because you don't know, and I mean, I, that does, like you said, it takes time to see if, like, so you they would have to you would have to get back into that particular you know scenario, um, to really know if they have you know grown or not and it's like how long will it take you know before that scenario presents itself again like if you're a person that you know shuts down because we know a lot of men some men they do tend to shut down when going through stuff um if that happens and it's like okay well i would like a second chance how do i know you're not going to shut down again and close me out when something happens 
friends. Um, so it's like, I don't know how you could even reenact that scenario to see if they've truly progressed and learned anything from, you know, the loss of you the first time. Well, at that point, at that point, I just really think that you, you take a chance on it or you go with your gut feeling, you know, you know, if that person, if you feel like that person, you know, because men, men are shut down when, you know, when things get to be too much for them, you know, or certain things are going on in their life, you know, you can't really depict or come up with a scenario to put that person in that same situation. You have to tell yourself, like, you know what, it's a possibility that he may go back to being the same way. Do I want Do I want to entertain that? Or do I want to just keep things the way they are? Hey, you're a nice guy. You know, we could be friends. See you at the Waffle House. See you at the IHOP or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to put myself through that because now you're subjecting yourself to more negative energy. You yep. know, to, to dealing with it. I agree. And I do agree with what you're saying, that she do have to have that intuition and that discernment. Like, that's something that I, you know, I pray on. Um, like, you know, just to have the discernment. I think that that's very important to have. And it will give you clarity on a lot of situations. People don't realize that. So that way you can know which way and you're not moving off of you know just emotions because when you move off of your emotions you can find yourself into some really crazy um situations so you really do have to know like okay should you know am i able to really trust this person like you said i mean it goes back on the the chemistry that y'all may have had you know initially and it could be just like a like bad timing Myself, though, I I find it very difficult to go backwards when it comes time to exes um, because I it's stuff that I've spoken on, especially if I've told you something that somebody else has done to me and you turn around and do the same exact thing. And then as time has passed, you come back and it's like, oh, well, I messed up. Da, 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 da. It's like, well, why do you think that you really deserve another chance with me? Especially when I told you that this is something that someone has done to me before. And then you turned around and did it and you weren't listening to me when I was talking to you to avoid us to get into this place. And see, like for me, right. Um, and I, I guess I have a bad habit of this and I've done it before. Um my, my mom passed away in uh, this September past, and it really took a lot out of me. Like, literally just shut me down completely. And I began to shut a lot of people out, like a lot. And, you know, the, the young lady that I was dealing with, I just told her at the time, I was not in a good headspace, you know, you know, to where I just tuned everybody out. You know, now I'm kind of, thank you. Now I'm beginning to come back to myself, you know, you know, and to get back into a good headspace. But for a minute, I was just not there, you know, um, and it was nothing personal. And the person who I, you know, who I was talking to, she was like, you know, you know, I think we can, you know, I think we should go back. Or I think we should, you know, try to revisit. And I'm like, until I really deal with it. And then, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grieving the loss of my mother, first of all, you know, so there's really no timetable on that um but only now recently i've just now become to get back into a space where i could interact 
with you know with people and interact with the people that I have relationship with because when I tell I even I I even cut family off I just stopped talking mm-hmm. you know it was something that I just could not deal with I I got I had gotten to the point to where I was in the hospital behind it I just couldn't I couldn't see straight you know I could not see straight at all and once again I'm not I'm not dishonest about you know my journey. I tell people all the time, what you see is what you get. I am not in a good headspace. I just need to be by myself. I need to be alone. You know, you know. If you if you're my friend, then I would hope that you understand. You know, if not, then oh well. But I need to process this to myself. You know, I really need to take my time and just step away and um, and deal with it. And like I say, only until recently, I've just now become become uh, began to come out of my shell. To where I could just accept people and things coming at me because, you know, the loss of a mother is unexplainable. You know, I can't, I can't explain it. You know, like my mother was everything. I understand. Um, I definitely send my really, really. Yeah, it was. Thank you. It was just something for me to really, really have to wrap my mind around. You know, the only people that really knew what I was going through was my kids. That was it, you know, because they were in the house with me. You know, and my kids would tell people like, hey, he just can't talk right now. He just, just, I know my daddy, just give him his space. He'll he'll come around, but just let him be to himself. They, it would, they would just go days without talking to me because they knew how I was and how, you know, how I acted. They just would leave me alone, but I'm much better now. I just had I just had to go through it till I was able to, I guess you could say, see the light at the end of the tunnel, and now begin to come around. And that's yeah. good that you to recognize that, and you were able to have that conversation. Um, it's I, and it like I said, it was good that you did that. I for myself from my per- previous experiences, like. It's just I'm, you know, going through something and it's like a complete shutdown on my end. But like I stated, like you're still active everywhere else. So it feels like I am the issue. I am the problem. And I get what you are, you know, what you've experienced when my my dad passed because he was like my best friend. Like we were like this. The day he passed, we talked nine times on the phone that day. So it was very difficult for me. Um to understand it afterwards and I did go through that process of where it's like I don't want to be bothered with anybody like I've can shut I've shut completely down but having that conversation is important especially if you are talking to someone because it's then like okay I can understand why you you know what's happening and I'm not going to press the issue I'm not going to push you now I'll let you know that I'm here for you and you don't have to go through it by yourself um but that conversation piece is it's extremely important like it because if you just it, it feels like you know on that other person's end or for myself i it can feel like abandonment and i suffer from abandonment issues so from my biological parents and because of that i just feel like it's nothing for someone to be here one day and gone the next day if you know there's so much time that has passed where i haven't 
heard from this person. We haven't seen each other. And I feel like, okay, yeah, you're going to, you know, you're going to leave me. But having that conversation like, hey, this is going on. I am still like, you know, just give me some time. But and you're still actively communicating with me, then I can understand. But like, I just don't get the complete like cutting off. And like, you haven't said anything at all. Like I said, you're still like doing you're still active in other areas then it's like okay what did i do like i'm the problem i'm the issue yeah i've only i've only recently become um you know just really started becoming active on social media because it was so hard for me to you know just talk you know um i just I just couldn't figure out the way to express myself, you know. Like I said, it's just now started to happen the way I'm, I'm finally able to come around, you know. And I tell, I was telling my daughter, you know, because she was asking me how I was really feeling. And I told her, I said, I was, I'm the oldest of five kids. And I had my mother to myself for three years before everybody else came along. So that one, that one piece of me is gone forever. You know, I mean, I've, I've gotten better now, but that piece of me is gone that I can't get back. You know, and it's like looking for something that you know you can't get. You just keep reaching for it, you know. So um, once I explained it to her that way, and I was, I was able, then I, once I explained it to her, then I was able to start explaining it to other people how I really felt. But for the longest, I just couldn't say anything. Because I feel like people wouldn't understand or people would say, oh, it's going to be all right. No, it's not all right. Like the one the one person that I that would tell me mm-hmm. that everything is going to be all right is no longer here. Yeah. No longer here. And people don't understand. Yeah. So it's just, it's just you know, and I, I've had people rocking with me through this whole, you know, ordeal that I would have them sit there. I will say I'm so glad that they didn't cut me off because they just let me just have, you know, just be to myself and not really say anything. But it's been such a journey, you know, just from September to now, not having her because I know that that she was the one piece of one person that was constant that I could always go to and I can't do it now. I completely understand it. Um, and that's why I try to, like, when I do my podcast or I come on live, like, I just let y'all know, um, like, it's not something you have to go through alone. Um, you're not meant to go through this stuff alone. It's okay to open up, be vulnerable, you know, show that other side of you. Now you have to be mindful of who you are letting in because you can't just let anybody in, but you have, you need that outlet so that you can get it off because it's difficult. I, I, I have that issue myself just Saturday, um, one of my um uncles is in stage four uh cancer so we got together saturday and um it was very difficult for me and i just broke down crying and um my mom she was like you don't have to be strong like you don't carry everything yourself and it's like i get it but i just feel like when i have people that 
I would, you know, you would lean to for support, they weren't or they wasn't what I needed. So from that, it's something that I've just decided to, okay, I'm going to carry it and deal with it myself. Um, but I just try to have like the, you know, this particular platform and outlet for everyone, you know, for you, for the men so that y'all know, like, you don't have to do it. Like you do. There are women like such as myself that doesn't mind, you know, being that ear. And if you don't want me to give any feedback, then say that I won't. I'll just listen, but get it off your shoulders because you already battle so much on a day-to-day basis and your shoulders is already heavy. You already carry the weight of the crib. You have this particular perception, like you have to be strong and a manly man. And it's like, when you find someone that lets you know, like, hey, it's okay, I really do have you, I will catch you when you fall, utilize that person. Don't, you know, don't push them away and make it difficult. Like, really use that because it's going to not only benefit them, but it's going to benefit you as well. And it's going to strengthen you guys' bond. Well, you know, the thing about that is with, with men, it's a different dynamic and you know, we appreciate you for, you know, being who you are and saying that, you know, that, you know, that you're, that you're that woman that wants a man to know that, you know, that you're there for them. But a man operates differently. We're our natural defense. Our, our natural mechanism is that we're fixers. And for a man, when he can't fix something that really messes with him. If he can't fix it, he's totally thrown off. So when he can't fix something, natural defense is to automatically put up a wall because he does not want you to know that he can't fix it. So he doesn't you, want you to know. He can't help it. It's, with you saying that for myself, it's like that's like saying I've gone through this all my life and this is how I'm going to continue to have it. So you have to, at some point in time, grow and stop saying, well, if I can't fix it, like I'm not able to fix it, so I'm not going to discuss it. No, like you never know what I may be able to, you know, I may be able to help with if you don't try. So I feel like I I understand completely what you're saying. I, I definitely get that. I just feel like that can't be a crush that's utilized for men. And in order to grow and become better, you do have to lean on someone else for that support. And if it's not, if you're single and you don't have someone, then it should be another, you know, another male that you can't trust because you never know. They may not be able to help you financially, but they can still help you some type of way but you don't know that if you don't get out of that particular mindset if that if that makes sense well that's a that's a that's a two-way street yeah that make, it makes perfect sense it's it's really it's really twofold because like you said you have women there that in your position who wants a man to know that she's there for them right mm-hmm. but what myself and most other men have to realize that we have to understand that it's okay not to be okay. Mm-hmm. We're not comfortable with not being okay. We have to be comfortable in knowing that 
hey, when I step inside these four walls or our conversation, I can now let my guard down and I can show my vulnerability. I could be vulnerable. That's it's a man issue. It's just the way we're programmed. It's something that we all have to work on. You know, some could work on it better than others. You know, I would admit I was one who couldn't work on it, you know, because I figured if I can't fix something, if I can't be vulnerable, I just rather not say nothing at all. And if and me not saying anything, whatever's going on in my world at that time just continues to build up. So men have to realize that it's okay, bro. Did you know you mean you mean the world to this person in whatever whatever form or fashion, whether it be conversation, whether you just decided to come over and spend time with them, it's okay. But men have to learn men have to learn to be able to drop the guard and say, you know what? I can trust her and let her know that this is how I'm feeling. And this is not just with our significant others. This is with other men as well. We don't let each other know that, man, look, I'm really sinking. I'm, you know, I'm having issues. I'm drowning. And like Bolo said, we have to unlearn those ways. But that's just like you can't, it's, it's hard to say, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. This is something that's been going on. This is not nothing new. It's been happening. We have to now come to the realization that we need to change the mentality. We have to change the thought process. You know, um, if you're in a relationship, you know, with somebody who's in your corner, my, you know, when I step inside your four walls, that's my safe space. Whatever's going on on the outside doesn't matter. When I step inside these four walls or your four walls, you know, your home, that is my safe space to finally say, you know what, I'm comfortable. I could take the cape off and I could just be a regular person that's really affected by what's going on in his life or what's going on in the outside world. And then you as my partner should be like, you know what, baby, I got you. Just lay your head right up. Don't worry about it. Just breathe. But we don't have that space. And that's why so many men are suffering with, you know, anxiety, high blood pressure, you know, depression, all types of mental issues, you know, and Unfortunately, you know, we get these situations that, you know, some people, have, you know, have been unalived and all these other things is because men don't understand and realize that the safe space is there. It's there and it exists. We just have to be willing, you know, enough and open enough to say, OK, let me drop my guard down because this is where I know I could be safe and I could be protected. I agree with that. I know it's not something that happens overnight. I just think that, like, if you find that person that is able to do that, like, you know, just don't push them away. Like, you don't have to divulge, like, everything, you know, but, like, just take, like, baby steps and just try and see what happens. Like, you never know what the outcome may be, and it could really be beneficial to you. Um, But, and then as far as women go, um, like, we can't be vindictive or view you as being less than because you're expressing your emotions and saying how you feel or turn around and utilize, use it against you. All right, y'all. I really hope y'all enjoyed this particular episode. Well, this part two episode. Um, this has been another episode of Real Talk With B. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, and I will see y'all next week. 
Have a good day.